Act Four of The Witch Wife by Henry Spicer. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Four, Scene One Hall in the Manor. Sir Gerald, much altered, sits at the table, regarding his books, etc., with a vacant and bewildered manner. Gab and Mistress Frill seated apart, watching him. Mistress Frill, sighing. Ah, I fear you're wrong. Excuse me, I am clear he did. He spoke distinctly. Master Gab, sit down, sir. You're a fool. Mistress Frill, eagerly. Did he say that? Gracious be thanked. I thought his wits were gone. At least, perhaps, the awakening. And of course, at first, see Mr. Lee, fool is a word that means so little. I knew a merry squire would pinch his wife by the ear and call her fool. He's pretty jealous fool. Well, I must take my leave. I fear I tire you. But, in truth, since that accursed eve in the Malkin Tower, I have no comfort, object, act, or thought out of your presence. Dearest Mistress Frill, I love... Sir! Uh, uh, yes, yes, uh, of course, to talk with you, of Mistress Cecil. Idiot that I was, not to perceive it was jesting. I to bear witness against her. May my tongue be served first. Oh, Cecil, Cecil, oh my goodness. Walks about, much agitated. Sir Gerald, looking up. Cecile, she's to be tried today. Mistress Frill, aside. Who told them that? Nonsense, my dear Sir Gerald. Turn your thoughts to reconnatural pipets. Sir Gerald, sternly. Recta what? You don't know what you talk of. Never think to play on me. Alack, I know there's something gone from my brain. I can't define a rhombus. They'd whip a schoolboy for the faults I make in multilateral polygons. But one thought is nailed and rooted here. I moan it, or nightly before I sleep. My darlings tried today for witchcraft. Heaven protect its own. We are powerless. Are we? Where's my mantle? Come, let's go. But... Dear sir, whither? To the court. I have a word to speak if my heart hold, but time grows brief. Good Master Gab, you loved my poor child, did you not? Be welcome, sir. Exit, leaning on Mistress Frill. I love this child, and welcome. Does that mean welcome to love her? Huh. I only wish she'd found that out before. It's like a man bidding good morning as one goes to bed. More courtesy than significance. Oh, brain. For once be active for some good. Devise some means to save this angel. Would to heaven Needham was still among us. To my mind there is about him a plain simple wisdom that in his presence really makes one feel almost an ass. If he should... Starts back from the window. Heaven forfend! This should be witchcraft. Yes, one can't mistake. He's eager step. Tis knit him as I live. But spurred and cloaked. Leans out at the window. 
Hist! Hello! Marchment, stop! Don't you know Anthony Gubb? I'm coming! Wait! Runs out. Scene 2. In the grounds. Enter Marchmont Needham. When flight's impossible, tis wise to show a fair front to the enemy. Master Gab. Enter Gab. Welcome. How thrives the muse? The muse be hanged. So-so. A lover's quarrel? I shall change your tone, or I'm mistaken. Pardon me. I can be grave and ought for to say truth. Some strange misgiving has enticed me back, long ere I purposed. Prithee, what's the matter? This Hopkins is not... Gab, eagerly. Yes, he has. Found out some grand dame flirting with the devil and clapped her steeple hat upon them? Worse. Sir Gerald's... Mad, and no wonder. Needham, impatiently. Out with your tale. If it is of the wounding nature, use it like a sword, not like a gimlet. Mistress Cecile? No, they dare not do it. Mistress Cecile chose to play the witch in the wood. Upon the sport came Hopkins and his ruffians. All were scared and fled, save that sweet angel whom they seized and bore to prison, and with some few more, by whose condemning they may collar hers, shall be tried today. Do you hear? This day, Monday, the last of beautiful May, henceforth accursed in nature's calendar. Today? Today, that's fatal. Ah, you will drive me mad. Think of some remedy. Let her die, then see what all your learning's worth. She wrote, the clown shewed me the letter. I spelt it. Marchmont Needham. Needham, starting. Now, heaven forgive me, a more thoughtless fool never wore bells. I but assumed that name worn by a scapegrace cousin. Then you're more villain than fool. You indeed were art so honest as a sword. You are mad. Gab, passionately. I am. I love her, sir. Whatever you say, I'll care not. Who knows it now? I'd give my life to save her, and with my last gasp, place her in your arms. For that's the home she looks for. Needham, pausing. You have learned love's lesson nobly. Offers to take his hand. Gab, refusing. I believe you wise and honorable. Now, sir, I would rather cross swords than hands with you. No, no, good friend, for so you must be, be it mine to dictate a nobler contest, for a richer prize. Advocate as I am, I cannot use my calling now, nor with a bold truth scatter this foul charge to the winds. Yet there's one hope, and time wanes fast indeed. We will divide the work between us. Hie you to the dolphin. Tis there the judges, Gyre and Howlett, lay last night. Then summon patience and await a mounted rudder bearing a sealed scroll, which, while in London, should have reached my hand, but that my haste forbade. Stay for no words, but force your way into the very court, and place that scroll beside me. Is that all? Well, but the rest is easy. We shall see. I dare not promise. At worst, tis something to know the worst. Heaven prosper all. Away. Scene 3. Room in a Prison. Cecile, alone. Twelve days alone. No knowledge of what's done or what's to be. No sign of sister life but the dumb wretch that doles me needful food and spreads the couch that brings not rest but tears. Where is my old kind uncle? Alice, Maggie, and Marchmount, what of thee? Hast thou received my earnest mission? Was the bearer true? Then why no answer? 
Why? So ever ends my mournful questioning. The twelfth eve, and lo, there passes from the earth the golden smile that kept my heart warm. Linger in the skies, there's a sad sweetness in the sun's farewell. Tis a tried friend that leaves us, passing slow and often gazing backward. So he goes, slowly, how slowly, scattering crimson light on tree and tower, then hilltop and then cloud, as one in dying turns on loftiest things his latest aspirations. Ah, farewell. Enter Alison Devise. Cecile flies to embrace her. Ah, a dear face. Nurse Allison, thank heaven that gives us comfort. Comfort? Fool. Cecile, starting back. Why, nurse. Would I had nursed a snake ere cherish thee. I'm an old branch, sapless and winter-worn, fit for the burning. But to slaughter these is more than murder. Heaven assoil their souls, the young unready things. Cecile, aghast. What mean you? Alison, fiercely. Mean? That you had better died in innocent sleep than let your baby fancies loose to ape witch feast in Morkin Tower? Nurse, Alison, why don't they come to take me home? They'll come to... Pshaw! It chokes me. Why, poor silly lamb, you're pinned for slaughter, or I thank you for my death in other guise. Cecile, shrieking. Death? Clasps her eyes. Twas fine sport to frighten young silly gentlemen, but stake and chain are ugly toys. Cecile, still clasping her eyes. Death! Several women and children brought in by jailers, prisoners. Come, no balling. Get to your cells and bellow till the devil your master comes to your succor. Hang ye all. Alison to Cecile. More of your victims, madam. Cecile, wildly. What are these? What brings old age and childish innocence to this dark house of grief? Yourself. Woman, exultingly. Tis she. Gossips, tis she. Her frolics there in the wood brought Hopkins' hellhounds on us. To her, all. Give her a parting token. They surround Cecile. Jailer, driving them back. Off, ye eggs. Well, we can curse at a distance. Pretty devil. T'will be like water on the flames to know your delicate limbs must feel them. Are ye mad, or is this all a hateful, hideous dream? If so, here's one bright spot. Why, favorite, my Lillianne, little darling. Sweet, come hither. Come, come, in with you. Woman, fiercely to Cecile. Let my child alone. Spit at her, Lillian. She's a witch and murderess. The child repulses her. Exeunt to inner cell. Nurse, nurse, my heart is broken. Falls on the ground before Allison. Pshaw! Your tears won't melt stone walls. There's your poor uncle blind with weeping for you. All his learning drowned in helpless dotage. Master Hopkins rules. Fine sport, child, is it not? Torture me no more. Oh, Alice, Alice, this from you. K 
Can fear turn your old love to gall when mine defied malice and vile report and left me your sole friend? Allison moved. Why, Mistress Cecile? Now be mine. This is the earliest home my memory claims. There, put my head upon your kind old breast. My night shuts early in. Allison, passionately embracing her. Why, there you shall rend me. Fibre and vein, this worn and worthless frame shall yield and crackle in the rustling flame, ere my vile, graceless tongue shall breathe again one word of anger toward thee. O oh, my child, my darling, monsters, men of bloody minds, if in the din of your steeled bosom dwells no touch of pity, then look up and fear. You dare not cut this blossom from the earth, lest all else wither. Hopkins enters rudely. Jailer follows. Turn the old witch in. I'll have some chat with the other. Exit Jailer with Allison. Now then, girl. Time's precious with us both. No whimpering. Come. Is your mind changed towards me? Yes, from scorn to loathing. Why do you haunt me? Tis a folly. Yet I would save you from a rougher grasp than that of Matthew Hopkins. Can you... Come, I'll not say love, but bear with me. Who knows what may ensue? That's a fair offer. Come, age brooks no coynesses. Those womanish toys, the spurs to younger fancy. Rude as I am, I've some good points. And at the worst, if Matthew be a grim bridegroom, death's a grimmer. Pshah, marry me and had done with it. I will first dig with these hands my grave. Unhappy girl, I am thy fate. Trust not my pity. Man, I trust my innocence. What's that? A child of heaven, no kin to thee. Poor witness. Here you're innocent enough, child, if that's all. And therefore you denounced me. Well, you deemed a name disgraced, fenced out like some rude field that no man owns, a haunt for thieves and beggars. Was fittest for your wear, a truth-turned-coward worth that alone. Report hath painted you daring in purpose, resolute indeed. Yet in the spirit of my soldier sires, which I think prompts me now, girl as I am, I give you fair defiance. What do you see to gaze at thus? As fair a fleshly work as ever nature fashioned. Silly one, hadst thou ambition mated with thy courage, we too might rule the world. Wit, courage, beauty... Faith, here are costly elements to cook a bit for the devil's supper. Must a child instruct you that ambition, ill-directed, first made, then peopled hell? Here's change, Faith. A week ago you were a simple thing trundling a hoop or trembling at the frown of that sweet composite of starch and snow, your governess, Mother Frill. Of late, I think, you have found other teachers. Oh, I have. I have. Hopkins, furiously. I knew that scholar's frock concealed some crafty purpose. Hang me, but I ever mistrust a man in petticoats. You love this Marchmont Needham? No more trifling, come confess it, or... 
grasps her arm. How dare you touch me, fellow? Then for reward of your vile insolence, know I love and am beloved. I, more, I have sent to warn him of his Cecile's danger here, and he will fly to rescue, where there's little of love or truth in the world. The devil you have, Psha, pedant coxcomb. Jailer, entering. He is a stuttering clown, charged with some message for the prisoner. Should he have entrance, Master Hopkins? Hem. Is her familiar, think you? Hath his eye an impish cast? He hath, sir, as it were, a smack of gooseberry. Nothing more. Admit him. Exit jailer. Cecile, aside. And sunshine with him. Marchmount! Re-enter jailer with countrymen. Give it me quick. There, take the chantment. I'd have burned it, only I feared twould do me mischief. Sorrow on me. They tell me you're a witch. If you're a man, you served me notwithstanding. Yes, they did. They sent me to a place where Master Needham, with other gallants, all silk and lace, was playing bowls. I poked the scroll in his face. He frowned and laughed, and tossed it to his friends, and bade me say, for answer he was then within five points of the game, and twenty crowns, depending, so he caught the letter up and left. A witch, then, beast? Eyeing her curiously. Ha! Ha! Discreet, courteous, and loving. Well. Cecile, faintly. I am to be tried today. Hopkins, aside. She's mine, within this hour. The haste is mercy. Now you'll leave me. Though six words from yon poor clown have, in this heart of mine, stifled a lustrous world, there yet remain some earthly scintillations which my soul needs peace to wrestle down. Grant me so much, and go. I have chosen. Hopkins, in a rage. Obstinate fool, thou hast. Rushes out. End of Act Four.